0: You know, Ron, our artist uh, friend who illustrates those wonderful pieces for uh, Nerd Talk Media website, had this crazy idea of finding out how much he can make with his art. Yeah. Well, he started,
1: We, you know, we started to think, why not? Let's go find out. I mean, it's great that Ron is invested in having his great art out there. So what did you guys do? We ended up going to Anime
0: Expo and just to get an idea how big Anime Expo is, last year there was about 80,000 visitors that came to the LA Convention Center in 2014 and 100,000 were expected here at 2015 all from different corners
1: of the world. That's a lot of people.
0: Yeah, and you know, these are fans that buy this
1: art and they create business for these artists just like Ron So, this was the perfect place to find out what it takes to make your art into a business, then.
0: Yeah, that's right. And uh, in this episode, we're going to find out uh, what it takes to make a business from your art. This is German
1: R. Sanchez. And this is Charles Kogiwa. You are listening to The Nerd Culture. And today, we are going to find out what it takes to make your art into a business. So, how hard is it to make a business out of art? Well, it's not easy,
0: but that's uh, not the point of today's episode. What I do want to emphasize is on one thing, which is what? Well, uh, just take a listen to this. Do it! Just do
1: it! Do you think Shia LaBeouf is crazy, or a crazy genius? (laughs) Well, uh, based on the song I heard about him the other day, I say he's pretty much the latter. Shia LaBeouf. One thing is for sure, he was a popular cosplay at
0: Anime Expo. And for you guys who don't know what cosplay is, basically that means that people who dress as characters. And you know what? He was everywhere. At any moment, you would hear someone scream, "Just do it!"
1: Yeah. Okay. All right, all right. Let's try this again.
0: And uh, you know what? I think there's a lesson to be learned from what he is saying, Shia LaBeouf is saying. And trust me, you'll 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 just get it.
2: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, just a second. What you need, dude? Sure.
0: That's Jed Henry.
2: I specialize in adapting contemporary and modern pop culture um, games and comics and manga and stuff uh, with an 1800s Japanese ukiyo-e style.
1: What is uh, ukiyo-e? Choose, uh, well, ukiyo-e to so translates like to pictures of the floating world. So, what ukiyo-e is it's a type of woodblock and printing and, and painting that's popularized in Japan from the 17th to the 19th centuries during the Edo period.
2: Yeah, yeah. How do you make money doing conventions? I think you need to make sure that you have a good product first. Um, you can't show. If if you have any doubts as you show up for your convention, it's probably not a good time to start doing conventions. Well, I mean, we all have doubts, but. You need to have honest friends in your field, if it's visual arts, then honest friends in the visual arts field, and also who are in the nerd field who just would go to cons in the first place to give you feedback to help you get a product that's ready for selling. Um, I'm a really big believer in products, not projects. A lot of students will say, well, I'm going to start a new project, and this project, that project. But in the end, if you're going to be a commercial artist, you need to think in terms of products. Um, what And what the difference is, a project is just whatever the heck you want to work on as an artist because it makes you feel jollies and whatever. A product is whatever you want to work on as an artist because it makes you feel jollies and whatever, but with the secondary filter of who's going to want to buy this, what's my market, uh, and, and how am I going to deliver this to people?
0: In fact... Jed explain to me what it takes yeah, to prepare for a convention.
2: Oh, goodness gracious. Well, um... <clears throat> how do I prepare for a convention? Well, I have to... Okay. I have to order a lot of Japanese paper in bulk from my distributor over in Tokyo. Uh, once the paper arrives, I fire up my two, my twin Epson printers. They're really nice, nine color printers that use, uh... Instead of just the four process colors of cyan, magenta, yellow, black... I have cyan, light cyan, magenta, light magenta, yellow, black, mid-black, light light black. It makes a really nice print. Um, I fire up my printers, and I just print like crazy for like a month before the convention. Um, And I I package it all up, put it in a car, drive usually anywhere between 10 to 20 hours, and I show up and sell my stuff. That's how it goes. That sounds
1: like a lot of effort to do, but... I mean, he sounds like he's very content with his work. I asked Jed if he had any advice for beginning artists, you know, like Ron or friend, who
0: would like to make their art into a business.
2: Yeah. Have heroes and defeat them, I think. You need to have heroes because they're going to show you what's possible. You can't build in a void. You have to see what's been done before you. So you need to have heroes and because you, you need to see how good they are. And then you have to defeat them. You have to you have to work up, wake up early in the morning, and start working. And when your friends want to go screw around, you need to say no. I need to work. And when you're tired, you need to have some caffeine and keep working anyway. Uh, and you need to de- defeat your heroes. You need to work until you're better than them. Have heroes and beat them.
0: So uh, at this point, I think we have an idea what to do. Well, how to make your R two business something to you know tell our friend Ron so he would basically have an idea what to do so I know for sure uh what Jet mentioned is that you have to have heroes and defeat them so I know what he meant is that um you know you have to innovate I mean there's going to be a little bit of copying here and there but I don't mean like literally copying the art of other people but more or less copying how they do stuff and that point on pretty much learn the rules and then break them and also another thing that um we learned is that uh it takes time to uh, prepare for these conventions. And you know, we're still gonna learn these rules as we go along. Not every convention has the same type of people or the same type of uh of setting, so it's always gonna be
1: different. And also one of the important things that Jed was stating as well as what we've been reiterating with Shia LaBeouf is that you just need to really put your foot at the door and just do it. The only, thing, the only way to really get your art into a business, and it works for other practices as well, is to just really put yourself out there. Even if, you're, even if you feel that your skills are completely incapable enough, this is how you learn and this is how you'll get to where you want to be. Don't let your dreams be dreams.
0: So yeah this is the end of the uh, first episode of uh, the nerd culture uh, we would want to we would like to <laughs> thank you for listening to it and um, if you want to follow us uh, you could follow us at Nerd Talk Media on both Twitter and Instagram and our Facebook is uh, facebook.com little slash nerdtalkmedia and also visit our website which is nerdtalkmedia.com. Oh, and uh, as a final question, we did ask Jed what was his favorite customer reaction, and this is what he said.
2: Oh, gosh. Um, (laughs) I've had all sorts of reactions. One time time in New York, a girl saw my work, and she immediately started crying. And then her mother came up and said, oh, so you won't cry at your father's funeral, but you cry about this? And that was about the most awkward experience (laughs) of my life.
0: Also, we would like to thank Jed Henry for uh, participating in our first podcast. And uh, oh, sorry, this yeah, is we'll his website.
2: website. Um, my website is ukiyoeheroes.com spelled U-K-I-Y-O-E heroes.com.
0: <laughs> Until next time, thank you for listening to The Nerd Culture.